Well, we've been talking since the beginning of this coronavirus crisis about some of the constitutional issues involved with this. A long time ago, we figured out that Article 1, Section 10, the so-called Compact Clause, gives states the authority to do things in an emergency. Subsequent to that, we went through several states' laws, specifically went through Washington states, California's, for reasons that go beyond need for explanation here, I even went into Iowa's. My wife and I were talking earlier this evening about how do we give these people so much power? Well, the answer is we, the people, gave it to them and they're using it. And so... Throughout all of this, one of the things I have said over and over again, and I continue to say, is states need to relook at their laws regarding states of emergency. We have this coronavirus, which again, I'm not going to get into the validity of or the non-validity of. Clearly, this is all I'm going to say about it. Clearly, this virus is not what we're being told that it is. If it were, we're doing everything wrong, which means that it's not, or our leaders are morons. Either way, something isn't right here, and we all know it. When we have to guilt people into doing things that don't really need to be done. We have to ask ourselves, how did we give them so much power to do this? Of course, it goes back to the, as I said, the compact clause. No state shall without the consent of Congress. And then it lists all these things, lay any duties, keep troops, enter ships of war, enter any agreements or compacts with other states or foreign powers or engage in war. And then it adds these condition onto the whole thing, or if the state is in such eminent danger as will not admit of delay. And each state took that final segment there. And planning properly, because I agree, this is the kind of thing that a state government should be thinking about. They laid out in their state laws and their state constitutions how we would handle an incident of such imminent danger as will not admit of delay. State of Washington, where I live, has its constitution and its laws that have laid out that essentially the governor is much in the way Rome once did, given dictatorial powers to the governor. He has virtually unlimited power. Uh, there's some things he can't do, but insofar as controlling my life, there isn't much. And that's been part of the problem in California. It has been, in many ways, even more egregious. The Governor Newsom, under the state constitution and state laws of California, has the authority to go so far as to seize private property, if he so chooses, and so, declares, so decides that it's necessary for dealing with this imminent emergency that will admit no delay. 
And it might be wise for states to look at these things and say, "Mm, we might want to think about that one in the future. And I advise even Democrats to think about this because it's a fact of life. You're not always going to have a Democrat governor. I know you think you are, but everybody thought it would always be Republicans at one point, and and it turned out not to be. And at some point, because of population shifts and economics and those sorts of things, things change. And you you will not always be in power, at least not without cheating or doing things that are ill-advised. Now, that said, of course, you still have this constitution, these state constitutions that give all this power. Here in Washington State, we've seen that only Jay Inslee can end this COVID nonsense. He's the only one who can do it. He's the only one, and I'm not even talking medically, I'm talking politically, he's the only one that can decide that, okay, we don't, we don't have a state of emergency anymore. It was flatten the curve. Remember, we got to flatten that curve. Okay, we flattened the curve. Where's the emergency? And indeed, some Republican legislators sued him in the federal courts, claiming that there was no emergency. Feds kicked it out, said, no, state issue. Go talk to your state courts. State courts said, you guys gave him the authority to do this in the Constitution laws. You have, you have no case. And so we sit here in the state of Washington, twiddling our thumbs, wondering if, uh, if this is ever going to change. Is it any wonder people are starting to say to themselves, this is a political virus. And when Joe Biden starts running campaign ads talking about how Trump shut down the country and sporting events, and he is running such an ad, it makes, and, and how he's going to get us back in the game. Uh, It makes you wonder, if the virus really is that serious, how is changing presidents going to make it go away? If it really is that bad, I mean, seriously, do you really believe that Donald Trump personally is sitting in the White House right now? (laughs) I'm not going to let him make a vaccine for this. I'm not going to let him do it. (laughs) Do you really think that? Because if you do, and I say this with love, you're a moron. That said, putting Joe Biden in that seat, or even Kamala Harris in that seat, isn't going to change that. So are we really supposed to believe that the day after the election, the day after an inauguration, suddenly somehow or another, all of this nonsense that we've been going through suddenly ends and not realize that it was politically motivated? State of Idaho, which is an interesting place. If you've ever been to Idaho, you know what I'm talking about. Not a very populous state. It's not a very, you know, there's not a lot of people there. It is a pretty big state. It's a beautiful state. A lot of potatoes come from there. Last week, the state of Idaho decided to take up, I guess, maybe they'd been listening to me. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm taking credit for something I didn't really do. Because, you know, politicians wouldn't do that. At any rate, the state house in Idaho voted to override the governor's state of emergency. Now, much like the national government, the state of Idaho has a house, a senate, and a governor. 
their governor declared the state of emergency. The House voted to end that state of emergency, to say, nope, there is no longer an emergency. And their reasoning was pretty, pretty clear. Their reasoning was there is no emergency. We flattened the curve. We are, for all practical purposes in Idaho, and I didn't know this at the time, but we're, for all practical purposes, already reopened. Apparently, there's still a few minor things that they haven't completely reopened yet, but for, uh, for those of us in Washington State, they're essentially in phase four, four and a half, the last little bit before they decide to reopen everything. That's where Idaho is. That said, I don't know what that would be in California because California just changed their system. It was like purple, orange. As I understand it, there is no green. Here in Washington, we have red, yellow, and green areas. And even within counties that are green, you can have red areas. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. The, 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 the state house in Idaho voted to do this. You'll be, I, I waited to talk about this because I wanted to see, I knew what was going to happen, but I wanted to wait and see that it actually did happen because, again, predictions are only as good as, as people that listen to them. Cassandra's curse still resides. So I wanted to wait until it was over, and now it is. The state Senate, late last week, voted to kill the measure. State House says, end the emergency. State Senate says, no, we're not ending the emergency. We can't. And so the measure died. Now, if that's all that it was, you'd, you'd, you'd chalk it down to politics. You'd probably say, well, the House is controlled by Republicans, the Senate by Democrats, the governor is this. Truth be told, I didn't even look at any of that stuff because it doesn't matter. What really killed Idaho's move to end the declaration had nothing to do with politics. I'm not kidding. What it had to do with was the old joke. And, you know, have you ever heard this? I'm sure you've heard this joke. Why does nobody from Boise, why do no women from Boise ever want to enter the Miss America pageant? Because none of them want to wear the sign that says Idaho. Well, Idaho, the state, realized that if they passed this, there would be consequences. Sure, they could. They could end the state of emergency by this vote. Apparently, in their laws, this is allowed, and they contemplated it. And then it was pointed out to them that if you do this... you're going to lose a lot of FEMA money from the federal government to cover your emergency, even though you don't actually have an emergency, even though you don't actually need extra money that the government doesn't actually have. It gets from you. See? You vote to end this, then the federal government gets to say, well, no emergency, no money. And even though Idaho is a very small population state, very small, you know, political impact, it's still a hell of a lot of money. 
And that's the problem, isn't it? This is the same problem we had with Common Core a few years ago. Whether you think Common Core was a valid system or not is irrelevant. The truth of the matter is, is if you took the federal money for your school systems in your state, you were taking Common Core, period. Because the feds controlled the purse, purse strings and they decided what you were going to do. And any attempt otherwise was, yeah, you don't have to do it. But if you don't, there are consequences. And that consequence is you don't get no money. Well, if we're dependent on that money for anything, then we need it. And like most state governments during this time of COVID, I'm sure that the state of Idaho has figured out how to shift some things into that COVID emergency so that they save themselves some money in their budget. And if this money goes away, well, we're kind of screwed, huh? And so the state of Idaho, in loving tribute to that old joke, in carrying out exactly what we've all come to believe through the years that the federal government controls everything by money, put on the big sign that says, Idaho, and we'd rather have a COVID-19 emergency that doesn't actually exist here so that we can have that money. And that, my friends, is the very definition of being the whole.